Hey, Wayne. Yeah, Daryl? You want to spoil the holidays? Yeah, let's spoil the holidays. Hey, everybody. It's the spoilers, Wayne and Daryl. I'm Daryl. I'm Wayne. And we are the spoilers. Yay! Yeah! So, we are here recording the weekend before Christmas. Um, So, we're going to make this some holiday discussions but first it's also the weekend after or it's also the week after rogue one came out so i think due to the size of that movie we should discuss it yeah let's discuss the heck out of rogue one okay so um i'm gonna start because i got some stuff to say some things some opinions i have about it you say those opinions yeah well (laughs) i will do that you know, I want to start by saying I didn't think it was a bad movie. However, going into it with all the stuff I was hearing from people and different, I felt like this was going to be the best movie of all time. And it wasn't the best movie of all time. It was really good. There was some stuff I really liked about it. It was a really solid movie. I'd give it a solid 7 out of 10 for sure. Easy. Uh, but... You know, I just thought that, mm, I mean, nostalgically, they did a great job. I mean, they made some of the imagery they had going on there was just like, yes, uh, it it felt like uh, it where it should be in time, which is right before episode four. But um, it just had this sort of blaseness to it that I wasn't expecting. There was like... There wasn't as much joy as I think that I, I felt in, uh, you know, the original uh, trilogy. So I don't know. I thought it was a good movie. I just don't think it was the second coming or anything like that. Um, I, I was really more excited with uh, how uh, episode seven, yes, seven went um, yeah. than, than this one. I still think it was a great story. And the great thing is, is that it does stand alone in its own way. Like you don't need to watch anything else. Like you could just go into this and it would as a story, it, it both fits in between movies and also could be a, it's a story all by itself that people could watch without any context and get. So, right. Yeah. So those are my opinions on the movie. Um, starting off. Uh, I loved it that, they brought some people back from the dead or people's youth back from the dead yeah. uh, using, uh, using some digital work, you know, like they kept it on the screen just long enough to be like, okay, I, I got it, but they didn't like yeah. put shove it in your face too much, which is good because the uncanny Valley, there was some, some of the Tarkin stuff that I was like, uh, okay, time to get the camera off him. Right. <laughs> He's a little dead eyed. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm bump. Uh, so, but no, it was, it was, I, I thought they did filming wise. They did, they did a good job. It was a solid movie. Um, it, uh, you know, in a solid star Wars flick. Uh, but, um, I mean, I had fun. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing again, but I'm not going to rush out and go do that. You know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah those are my thoughts. Um, Oddly enough, I agree with you. Um, um, I uh, I thought it was a a 
a decent movie. Um, you know, I've, I definitely got my whatever $12 worth out of it. Um, I, I, I found it shocking, um, how out of place the, um, linearness of it felt, um, cause it was a fairly linear film. Um, it starts with the flashback, uh, and then moves forward in time and just kind of tells Jin's story. Um, and I felt like, um, that was, that seemed shocking in the way that most films would have handled that. Um, that would have been that beginning scene would have been cut throughout the rest of the film, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I felt that was really stark and shocking for right up front. Yeah. To put that right. Yeah. Hey, here, we're just going to go ahead and tell the story right out on front street. This is everything you need to know, uh, in the first 10 minutes. Um, yeah, it was very stark. I mean, you go and you're going at that, uh, just, and uh, it just starts out. Here's the terrible world that we live in. You know, this, this child is in a terrible space and, got a deal uh <laughs> and i don't know that that was a good choice um i think that it would have been a more uh powerful choice to tell that first 15 minutes of the story in the in the you know intercut throughout the rest of the film um i think it kind of it put you off on a, it, at least for me, I felt like I was um, uh, like on uneven ground with, with this story, you know, like I, I felt like I was, I, if we were running a race and the, the movie starts way ahead of where I needed to be, um, even though it really starts at the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't like for as far as the pace of the film, it just felt like a real awkward pace. Um, and I, I never really caught up emotionally with the rest of the film. I was always kind of a couple of steps behind it. Um, and just kind of going, well, why is, why did they make that choice or why did, you know, um, you know, why? Yeah. It just didn't, it, it just didn't sit well with me. It was a really awkward, awkwardly structured film to me. Um, and um, yeah, I, I don't think that the, the characters were terribly other than oddly enough, the, my favorite character was, uh, was the, the Imperial pilot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like he, he kind of him. And of course everyone's favorite was the droid. Um, but those two kind of stole the whole movie for me. Um, Jin was about the least compelling hero I've ever seen. Like, yeah. And I heard some stuff that, uh, they ended up, uh, recutting the movie away from the du- original direction they wanted to go because she was coming off in, uh, screenings as, uh, like two brooding and dark and so they kind of changed the story up a little bit to make it uh, less about her trying to trick the alliance 
Like, I guess originally the story was more like she was trying to get with the Alliance specifically to be with like her dad and use them a little bit instead of it being turned around so that they're using her. And so that had them cut some stuff out. That was more of the character that I guess uh, they filmed and were originally planning to put like, that's what I had heard. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, I'd rather see that, that recut footage because she was about the least compelling character I've ever seen out of a star Wars film. You know, there's characters that have, you know, line or not even a line um, that are more compelling characters than her, you know, that are more like, Hey, what's, what's that guy's deal? Or, you know, like the, uh, the, the spies, the two spies, the robot spy and the uh, alien spy in episode seven are more interesting characters uh, than, than Jin to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Like the the way it was cut, like the it was the people around her that were more interesting um, than her necessarily character, and it, and it it was put on her shoulders to carry the movie, um, which is interesting. So I I I really do wonder what that other footage felt like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, it'd be nice uh, to see that. Yeah, so that we could see, like, okay, I see why they made the choice, but man, that would have given her more depth. Uh, yeah, you know. So, and the uh, the bad guy Reddick or or Riddick, whatever his name was, Reddick, Reddick or <laughs> whatever, he was. Uh, he came off like a, a character from Hogan's Heroes to me, like just this bumbling idiot. Yeah, I, I was not. I didn't find him intimate. Like all the, the preview stuff that I had seen was like, Oh, he's going to be the new big bad in the star Wars world. Yeah. You know, like Harkin he, was still, <laughs> uh, was still like the big bad. <laughs> you know? right. he, was, he was like, I'm more, way more intimidated by him. Right. And, <laughs> and he's, <dead>. yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, I'm I'm not I'm not really interested in in most of the characters that were in that film. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there was some good ones, but you know, my, my kids said when they saw it, they're like, uh, "Wow, it's it's a lot like the end of the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was it's like, kind of it's just like, "Whoo, yeah." Uh, well, yeah, they're not making a sequel. <laughs> Well, yeah, or they're not doing anything else with these characters. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, but I think the problem was the Magnificent Seven had uh, all the characters had their moment. It didn't feel like many of these characters actually got their big moment. You know, yeah, they tried to do it with some of them there, but yeah, there was a lot of not quite getting their moments. Uh, yeah, it, I don't know that the movie kind of felt like a whiff to me. Yeah, I'm not, you know, like I said, still, I mean, a solid seven, but, you know, not, nothing, nothing to write home about. Not a terrible movie not, that I would just be like, oh, God, no. Uh, yeah, I think it's maybe one that needs another viewing. Yeah. Like, I, potentially, I was in a bad headspace. It was, I was seeing it on my birthday, um, and, you know, kind of early in the day, um, 
What is um, this birthday crap? Uh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. Um, I don't know. I I thought it was an odd film. Yeah, it did. It did. It did kind of have a, an interesting feeling. But you know what? I I have to give them some. They were some decent uh, things that they did really well. Uh, nostalgia wise, the way there were some shots they did that were just. We just wanted to show you where in the universe timeline this is and oh, yeah. make it feel like, yep, that is right. That's what they were doing. You know, those tower shots with the Alliance guy in the tower. Yeah, the guys on Yavin 4 and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, that was amazing. Obviously, there's the digital effects to get some of the characters from episode four, uh, you know, to, to be the, the way they were. And just to bring them back so the universe is connected. Uh, and, and doing that in, in, in a, a decent way, I thought. Uh, yeah. Technically, so it wasn't like, like I said, didn't do that. And, and you know, what they did with Darth, uh, Darth Vader at the end was nice. I thought that was, yeah. that was very good because people were like, you know, we all know Darth Vader is supposed to be the big badass. And part of the problem with episode four is it came out in the 70s. Uh, and you know there were yeah. certain certain things they just couldn't do then. So it was nice that they gave him his shot to be that badass that we all know he should be by this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think honestly, my favorite thing to come out of the entire film was finding out that Darth Vader's castle and and everything, like his home, is on Mustafar, which is yeah. kind of messed up. Oh like, yeah, that's kind of the most messed up thing in the entire the entire movie is. Hey, I just go ahead and put my my castle where my life fell apart. Yeah, like, I have not moved forward from that point. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, people discussing like, was it his choice or was it the emperor who said he has to be there or you know like, <laughs> you know what was the reasoning behind it? Because there is the very interesting on that. So that yeah. he's he's like, well, this is I guess where Darth Vader was kind of born. Right, uh, you know, <laughs> so maybe uh, he feels a kinship to there, or he, that's how he gets the hate to flow through him. That could uh, be. <laughs> still looking for his legs, you know. Oh, uh, <laughs> God, I got to be around here somewhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about Rogue One? Um, um going forward. Yeah. No, I, I mean, think I we, think I'll see it again, and we'll reevaluate it at that point. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is our holiday episode, so um, I had a thought, and I wanted to talk about uh, just whether you've seen it this year or whether it's kind of a tradition that comes and goes. Like, what are some holiday movies that you have that you watch? Um, just because, you know, whether or not they actually are a holiday movie, but they're like a tradition. Um, for instance, oh, oh yeah, go. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Oh yeah. For instance, uh, we often watch, uh, Moonstruck. It's not necessarily a Christmas movie, but there is some sense that there's snow, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's about it. But it's it's been an off and on uh, holiday tradition around this house, and it's uh, and you know I can't fault it because it really is such uh, an amazingly 
I mean, it's like the choices they made as far as pacing and cutting things together and people's acting shots and the music and all that stuff, the way it's put together is just, uh, it really is just perfect. And yet it makes like, it's just like boggles the mind, the choice that they made in putting that movie together the way they did. And yet it's just perfect. Like there's just like comedy timing, comedy timing. Here's a scene, get emotional. Okay. And bring it back. And you know, it's just, yeah. It's really good, you know, when I was watching it this time. So I was just like, geez, this movie. I mean, I mean, there's some stuff that's just silly. I mean, Nick Cage does great Nick Cage in that movie. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it really comes across well as just part of the joy of that movie and the silliness of that movie. So that's definitely one that we see. Uh, and then for the past few years, we've been uh, watching The Hogfather. Um, the hog father i've never even heard of the hog father the hog father is a book by uh, terry pratchett this weird thing where uh the basically the fates uh try and hire the assassins guild to kill the hog father uh and they hire this the the assassins guild uses this guy who's just like really bad shit insane uh, (laughs) who's like his name is Tea timey, but uh, it's spelled tea time. Uh, uh-huh. so there's a you know running gag around that a little bit, and some other stuff. And uh, it involves the tooth fairy, uh, and uh, death takes over for uh, the hog father for a while. It's it's just some good good stuff. I, I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, the hog father. Huh. So very good uh, fun Christmas fun movie. Uh, I think you would get a kick out of it. Huh. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Absurdity that things that you like. Cool. Yeah. So what about you? Mine, oddly enough, I do have a, a British uh, movie that it's kind of has become a a must watch every every holiday season, and that's called Nativity. With an exclamation point at the end. So it's nativity! Yeah, nativity! Um, it is... It's. It was done... I don't think it's BBC. I think it was actually done by like Sky or Channel 4 or something like that. Okay. But um, it is basically... An, it's an improvised movie with Martin Freeman... And this other guy, uh, Mark Wooten, who I don't, I've never seen him before. Um, but it's Martin Freeman plays a uh, a guy who used to be, who had a had a girlfriend, um, and also they were friends with this other guy, um, and the girlfriend moves to America. Uh, and he stayed in England, and there, um, and he's a, a a school teacher, like a, an elementary school teacher, right? And and uh, it it comes out that the lady works in Hollywood, um, and he says that he's he's going to get Hollywood to come watch their school nativity play, mm. um, and it's just it's essentially. 
revolves around the plot of kids are adorable. British kids in particular are very adorable. Um, and, and it's basically that it's just British kids being adorable and like singing these pop songs and, um, this weird story of this, this, you know, every school in Britain has a nativity play um, and him making, trying to like blow this one way out of proportion. And it ends with like, they're in this cathedral and like dropping kids from these skylines and like helicopters. And it looks like it had two sequels. Even uh, the sequels are not worth watching (laughs) at all. I mean, here the names are nativity Two, danger in the manger and nativity three dude. Where's my donkey. So yeah they're, they're, yeah, they're starting off at all. <laughs> they're not. They're not great. Um, Direct to video. <laughs> um, well, no, I guess they, it is BBC. So direct to BBC. Um, but yeah, no, they're not the sequel. At least I've only seen Nativity Two, and it, I just shut it off. It's not very good. Um, but uh, Nativity itself is well worth your time. Uh, it's hilarious, and you're just gonna at the end of it, you're just gonna be like, "I need to watch that again immediately." Okay. So, um, I I would definitely check that out. Um, you know if it's another, on like Netflix or anything. Uh, usually it is on Netflix or Am one of the, Netflix or Amazon, one of the two. Um, I think you can buy it on Amazon for like a dollar. It's it's super cheap. Um, if it's not. Like just you could, for, yeah, you can you could rent it for like two bucks or yeah. buy it for thirteen bucks on Amazon. It's it, we bought it on our Xbox because we watch it every year. It's well worth your time. Um, and then the other ones I watch, I think, are pretty standard. Every year we watch Christmas Vacation. Um, we watch uh, Love Actually because oh, yeah. yeah. Love actually is like the the best uh, like rom com ever written. I think I, I I agree with you, and that movie is partially responsible for why I have two kids instead of one. So wow. <laughs> it's that powerful. Hey guys, let's learn too much about Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. But uh, Love Actually is is a classic, of course. Yeah, I mean, um, as many problems as of... there are with that movie, as many problems as there are with that movie, you just throw them all out the window, and you're just like, suspension of disbelief, you have earned. Exactly. It's really good. Yeah, yeah no, it's great. Um, and then, um, what are some other ones we like to watch? I'm trying to think. There, There is a few other ones that I was going to list, and I, I am losing them in my brain right now. Um, but like, you know, it's always nice to to watch a Christmas movie around Christmas. Um, it just kind of puts the puts you in the the right mood, uh, I think. Uh, and there's a lot of good ones and a lot of weird ones that you can watch that aren't like, oh, we always watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special or whatever, you right. know? Yeah. Which I mean, we, we we did. We went back and watched it, and I was like. I don't like this at all. Charlie Brown is hard to watch now. I mean, 
all of those specials that I grew up watching, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm really glad that they're a lot shorter than I remember. Uh, <laughs> like, they're like, oh, good, it's already over. Uh, yeah. But, man, those kids are vicious to each yeah, other. Yeah, they're really rude to Charlie Brown. Like, uh, and just each other in general. Yeah. I, I remember watching it and not realizing that. And when I look back, I'm like, I don't remember kids – I mean, and, you know, the kids are mean to each other, but I don't remember them being that mean. <laughs> yeah, no, it was wow. like, I was, we were watching and I was like, I would cut some of these girls, like, <laughs> straight up. They were like, Charlie Brown, you're never going to amount to anything, and I hope you die of AIDS. It's like, what? <laughs> Not not an exact quote, but yeah, but the basic. No, I idea. think that's exactly what what Charles Schultz meant them to say. <laughs> There's this disease I wish he had, but I don't. Uh, I don't know what it's um, called yet. <laughs> Charlie Brown, I hope you get a wasting disease. <laughs> oh God! Oh, oh, but yeah, it is that bad. It is that bad. So. Um, <laughs> boy um anyways so that's definitely holidays oh oh and of course christmas is coming up i'm looking forward to it uh it's time for the doctor who christmas special ladies and gentlemen there you go so happy um and i noticed that uh i guess bbc america is playing all like the new who stuff all the way up through it right now so like like that i think it might even be like a full channel takeover so since i've uh got tv um you know i don't i I watch like a channel on it which has been the cw so i'll check and see if i've got bbc america and uh and and probably get you know i don't know what it is but like as much as i could watch all of those doctor who episodes commercial free and uh just on when i want to see them but I, I think there's something to the uh, eventness of this is all leading up to the Christmas special. So I, I might, you know, like turn it on, see what episodes are on and, and watch a little bit. Cause uh, I miss Dr. Who man. Uh, I, I really do. It's like um, I started watching, I finally started to uh, watch uh, Jessica Jones because I, I, I started watching it with my wife and I feel a little bit psychologically better able to handle it with somebody else around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I though two nights ago I was having a kill gray nightmare where people were being forced. So it's still messing with my head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that Kilgrave is a he's a beast. Yeah, but it's like, you know, I I get it that he's not I mean he was the doctor and he played the doctor and all this stuff, but he's so much more of an actor, but man, my wife keeps making things like, Oh, it's the doctor. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) 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 I miss watching doctor who. (laughs) Yeah. So it's good. Good timing to have something to get me through to before we got new episodes of the other shows, you know, Grimm should be back early January, I think. So that'll be, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, so uh, we got some we got some good stuff still coming coming up with with that stuff, and then the end of the month, then the CW shows start up again. So yeah, we should be we'll be okay. So um, <laughs> um, what else is uh, any other holiday ish uh, 
things that we should discuss here that uh, uh, it seems like the spoilers is a good place to discuss it? Um, you know, there's not a lot else that I've I've really been uh, you know looking forward to or watching. Honestly, I haven't watched a ton of. I've been catching up on shows mostly since I, uh, you know, our uh, little hiatus there and, uh, and then the holidays, it's kind of been hard to catch up on shows. Yeah. Um, I'm like still... we, we both were too busy tonight to record when we originally planned. To. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, just want to get caught up. I have one episode of, uh, uh, agents of shield. Mm hmm. That I want to catch up on, um, but other than that, there's not nothing. <laughs> Ghost Rider with a chain. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I there's not anything that that's really holiday ish that I'm I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, what what shows are you catching up on? You said uh, Agents of Shield. Anything else? Agents of Shield is the last one that I have to catch up on uh, mm -hmm. that we follow, and then just some other. Uh, stuff like there was a, uh, I'm a big fan of the British, Great British Bake Off. Yeah, you've mentioned that. I still gotta watch. I've actually heard that from several people. Like, yeah, gotta no, check it out so I can have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's an interesting show. And they did a uh, American version of it. The Great American Bake Off. Um, with Mary Berry, who's, uh, delightful um, but I you know they did a little special and I haven't got to catch any of it mm. uh, so that's sitting in my my queue um, actually I'm just gonna pull up my Hulu queue right now uh, um, right now I've got let's see here I haven't seen the um, See, I've got Agents of Shield, Hairspray Live. I haven't seen. Mm. Got two episodes of Gotham that I'm behind on. Oh yeah, I tried to watch that the other day, and it was just like, wow, I got to figure out a good place to start watching because it's uh, there's there was a lot going on that I could kind of follow, but it's it seems like there's had already been a lot of character stuff that I missed. So yeah, honestly, start at the beginning of this season if you can. Okay. Um, it does a good, they do a good, before the first episode, give you a good idea of what has happened. Um, and then, uh, it all, <clears throat> I'm sorry, it all stops mattering midway through this season anyways, because there's a character that kind of comes on and breaks everybody. So oh, good. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, fun. Breaking everything we've worked towards, so the whole thing is none of the previous shows mattered. Exactly. So, yeah, Jer Jervis Tesh comes on, uh, who's the Mad Hatter, and he has a nice little arc and just destroys everybody. Oh, good. So. Good. Sounds fun. So, yeah, okay, so then I can start at the beginning of the beginning of the season. That's good. Uh, I will yep. I will get on that with everything else. I mean, I'm right now I'm going through Jessica Jones, which I I am hoping will lead me into uh actually going through Luke Cage because we started that and I did not finish it. So Yeah. Um and how just, far into Jessica Jones are you? 
I think there's four more episodes left, I think, of the season. Uh, so. you, you have a dark night of the soul ahead. Yeah. I'm, 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 you know, just in time for Christmas. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I know it... it there, it's it's I really like that it's a different feel of some of the other shows that are that are out there for the superhero shows and it's it, I, I like I like that it's exploring a different part of the humanity of being a superhero you know that, yeah than we usually get so that's that's pretty cool um, but uh, yeah I'm a I'm I'm getting through that and yeah the music on that is way good. Um, uh, I'm just, I, I haven't looked and seen who does the music on it, but bravo to them. Uh, yeah. really, really good for the feels, you know, like just the emotional and psychological feelings they're trying to get. Oh, just yeah. good stuff. I love, love, love Jessica Jones. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, since this is the holiday episode, um, I would say that, uh, Happy holidays and Merry Christmas to all of our listener. I don't know if there's more than one. All of our listener. (laughs) Thanks, listener. Thanks, listener, for being there for us. Uh, You know what you could do for us next is you could uh, spread the word, share with your friends. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe, uh, go ahead and put something in iTunes or I don't know where else you put stuff. Uh, look up, uh, look us up on Stitcher, iTunes, and just subscribe and and there listen, you go. listen, 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 and uh, it should be lots of fun. Uh, and if there is a show that we should watch, uh, you can let us know on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, those are great ways to to let us know things we should try out. Yeah, that'd Twitter, be a good thing to do. Twitter is at spoilerswd, uh, or you can go to at frame dog for Wayne or at Diakra for me and uh, just do a regular search when you're at uh, the old Facebooks and you can find us there as well. Exactly. We are, we're wonderfully happy to be there. So happy holidays, everybody. It's, uh, it's going to be a great 2017. We're going to uh, catch up on all those shows and put more in the queue. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye, Daryl. Hasta la Winnebago. Hasta la Wachee.